welcome to the Backseat Directors Podcast. I'm your host, Andre Hutchins, and today is our monthly Movies Coming Soon episode. On Movies Coming Soon, we'll recap our favorite movies from the month of July and also preview what's to come for the month of August. Unfortunately, my regular co-host for this monthly episode, Ramon Diaz, will not be able to join me today, but we do have someone new and someone that I'm very excited to have on the podcast today. Andre is the creator of the movie review blog, The Formal Review. He's also a writer for Box Office Buzz and Film Hype. Not only is Andre an experienced and well-versed movie critic, he also has a great name. (laughs) So sit back and relax while we fill your ears and your brain with more movie knowledge. Andre, (laughs) the the man with uh, my same name. Um, How's it going, man? (laughs) Uh, It's going well. Um, Just kind of pushing through. Uh, Yeah, I'm not used to this. Uh, talking to the same guy who's called Andre. <laughs> the last guy who we, uh, who I knew who was called Andre, we called him by his last name. So, um, so we could differentiate. Like a uh, buddy of mine, we, he has sent me wrong texts because he thought I was the other one. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> oh man, here's the thing though, Andre. You, you and I have been chatting on social media for quite a while, and uh, I'm actually really excited to have you on the podcast. Like, very, very excited. Um, uh, I'm pretty sure, though, the way you spell your name is the same as mine, but the only difference is I actually have an accent over the E, so it's like, right. it's like the French spelling, and you don't, right? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess... Uh, um, listeners, just know that that's that's how you know the difference, all right? So, <laughs> uh, did you did you have any nicknames growing up? Uh, multiple. Um, I, I like a, I, we probably have some shared nicknames. Let's hear it though. Uh, well, the most common one was Dre. Yep. Uh, yep. I I had Dre Dog. <laughs> uh, uh, for a little while, I was Doctor Dre for a little bit. Um, yep. But yeah, just. Yep many different combinations of stuff like that (laughs) dude this is it's weird man it's weird hearing this because those are the exact same ones from yeah for me it started out with dr dre i think that was like when i i don't know when i went to uh um i can't remember middle school or high school but yeah it was dr dre and then dre and then dre dog dre town um, Andre 3000, obviously, oh, I got you know, that like, one. yeah, yeah, that one, I, I forgot about that one, <laughs> that one I still get, yeah, yeah, no, it's all good, man, it's all good, we'll just, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll just let the listeners just guess who's talking, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> today we got Andre and Andre, so, Andre, thanks for coming on the podcast, man, this was really last minute, my normal guest host for, uh, movies coming soon, my monthly episode is uh, Ramon Diaz, but he was unable to join me today, so thanks for the last minute request, appreciate it um, so let, let's just let our listeners get to know you a little bit you are going to be on the Backseat Directors podcast later on this year um, for a movie review, but uh, since this is your first time on the podcast let's go ahead and uh, let our listeners get to know you, um, but before we do guest questions, uh, just tell me a little bit about the formal review what it is and how you got started on that um well i actually got started uh uh, i don't remember how many i started right after the revenant came out so what's a little under two years a little over a year and a half ago um and so i originally started like doing some video recording reviews where but then like it just 
took up too much time and I I lost um, I guess not interest in doing it but it just I, I couldn't handle the the editing and filming because I was doing that all myself so then I switched so, format so like YouTube you're doing like yeah YouTube? Oh, okay yeah like YouTube um, so then I decided to make my life easier and my life less stressful I decided to then move on and do like uh, Facebook uh, reviews where I was just posting um, my reviews uh, on specific movies, just doing that. And then eventually, um, I think earlier, uh, it was in April of this year, I then joined uh, the Film Hype um, where they allowed me to write reviews on there. And so then I just kind of moved forward with that. And then I don't even remember when I started then writing for the box office buzz uh similar reviews and just progressing like that so i've gone through a lot of like different formats and different platforms but my idea of reviews have kind of have developed over time but i just really love movies and i've been watching movies since i was a kid going to movies um by myself at times just because i want to watch a movie um right <laughs> so i and i just felt after a while i needed to like i i wanted to give my opinion just let people know i always talk about it among my friends so i just thought why not write something and see what comes of it and then it, it here we are yeah well you're a great follow on twitter i, I love interacting with you and uh you know, just kind of the group that we have and yeah. all the guys talking. And, uh, um, you know, I, I thought I saw a lot of movies and then I met you and you see probably twice as many <laughs> movies as I do. And I see a lot of movies. Um, I mean, gosh, how, what do you think? Twice, at least twice a week for you? Maybe more for going to the yes, movies? Something like that. Yeah, I would say um, it depends on the week um, it, because I, I get like a lot of screening passes. So... Um, I'm able to go to see more than like I would be able to honestly pay for by myself. <laughs> um, so and um, that helps out a lot. Um, yeah. But yeah, I do see a lot and and I also just watch a lot in general. Um, just it's for fun for me and slowly got my girlfriend to watch a few movies that she hasn't seen before so that's always a lot of fun yeah well that's yeah i i definitely i definitely can attest except when i finally convince my wife to watch a movie she's never watched she usually doesn't like it <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I, I've, I've had some similar situations um <laughs> but but um I, I get a few in there that um aren't uh uh are positive responses like i got her to watch all the Star Wars with me because she hadn't watched any of them before we started dating. Nice, nice. So well I, done. Yeah, and she liked them. So uh, I got her on that. Uh, and same thing with Harry Potter. So I've gotten her a lot on good series. So <laughs> I'm happy. <laughs> well, the so the most recent one that I got my wife to watch with me um, that she had not seen before, but she had listened to the soundtrack a bunch because her sister really likes it is uh, – um, oh brother, where art thou? So we, we watched that a couple weeks ago and I, and I think she liked it. Okay. I, you know, it, for me, for me, oh brother, where art thou is one of my gosh, it's at least top 15 favorite movies. I yeah, love that okay. movie. Yeah. Um, all right. Okay. So Andre, thanks man. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and jump into our first segment. Um, and that is going to be our get to know you questions. Now it's time for some get to know you questions. All right, Andre. So I've got a list of questions here that I ask every new guest that comes on. And this is just a way for our listeners to get to know you, what kind of film buff you are, what kind of movie critic you are, 
And uh, yeah, it's just so they can kind of get to know who's talking on today's episode. So Andre, question number one. What is your desert island movie? Um, well, I've been, as you know, I've been listening to your podcast for a while. So like I've been actually thinking about this a lot. But I mean, I look at a lot of movies when it comes to like, their rewatchability am i able to rewatch it a lot of times and how if i'm able to rewatch it a bunch of times just in a normal day-to-day setting obviously on a desert island if i just keep watching over and over again i won't get tired <laughs> of it so for me and i mean it's a classic and but godfather part two is like my top film that i could just rewatch over and over again even with the length that it has i don't know um it's just I enjoy it every single time I watch it. Nice, nice. Okay, so here's here's a little factoid that might blow your mind. Um, so I actually had never seen The Godfather until earlier this year, and um, my wife my, and my wife had never seen it either. And but my brother in law, it's his favorite movie. And so mm-hmm. uh, my wife for our anniversary, I think it was our anniversary. Anyway, she, she bought me like the, the whole Godfather set. So we sat down, we watched the first one and it was awesome. But, yeah. but we haven't watched any of the others since. So I've actually, I've never seen Godfather part two yet. <laughs> oh, uh, it's, I mean, the third one is, I mean, if, eh, it's definitely not the best, but the second one, I just, it's like, one of the best sequels that I've ever seen um, in a movie. Uh, Robert De Niro's great. Al Pacino's phenomenal. I mean, it's just classic Al Pacino. If you well, love Al Pacino, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're, you're not the you're not the only one I've heard this from. I actually think I think most people who are fans of the Godfather series, I think most people say that number two is the better one. You know, you know, out of out of the three. Yeah, and not, I mean, not to take away from the first one because the first one is really good as well right right <laughs> yeah no, no, no. <laughs> yeah i know i i really enjoyed the first one and i i am very much looking forward to the uh the next two um but yeah i just gotta kind of make sure i find some time to sit down with my wife so that's a great great answer man great answer first first time anyone's ever said that so all right andre question number two what is your favorite movie theater snack what's your go-to nerds Oh I, 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 yeah, <laughs> I don't know why, but um, I love getting the the big boxes and going through that. Um, for I don't know why, it's just it's um, it's just uh, it tastes delicious to me. I've always loved nerds <laughs> as a kid, and it just continues on to this day. <laughs> nice man, that's excellent. That's excellent. Again, I think another first. I'd have to go back and look, but I, I definitely think that's a first. Okay, question number three: What was the first movie that made you cry? And I do give you the option if you can't remember, what was the last movie that made you cry? Um, well, the f- last, um, the first one that I can remember because I'm pretty sure I cried at a few films as when I was a kid. But the first one that I can remember is Rain Over Me. Um, it has Adam Sandler and Don Cheadle and uh, Jada Pinkett Smith in it. Oh, okay, uh, yeah, I, I I know what movie you're talking about now. Yeah, yeah. It for me like there's this one scene um, where like it, it's Adam Sandler just breaks down and explains why like he uh, for listeners who don't know it's about a guy who's going through PTSD after 9/11. And he lost like all of his family, and he's just basically saying, "All right, you guys have all the uh, talking to the in-laws. 
you have all these pictures and everything. I don't need pictures. I see them every day as I walk down um, Fifth Avenue. I see, and I, I see there's a pit bull, but I see our, our dog. And it's some of Adam Sandler's best acting. And I mean, for a man who's not really known for acting. <laughs> yeah, for having the more serious role. Yeah. Yeah. And this, like, when I first saw the movie, like, it, it's just like, heartbreaking and yeah man it just it pushed me over that edge <laughs> what, what was the name of it again rain over me rain over me all right okay listeners if you guys haven't seen that and you're looking for an emotional movie i think we have a, a good selection right here all right andre question number four do you have a favorite director and or actor um well my favorite director is a uh, scorsese um, I've had, I've been watching his films for a really long time, and man, I I, it, I just love what he how he tells stories with like different characters, um, and how e- each uh, film is different in that sense, and gives you a character to focus on or multiple characters to focus on. Um, name name a couple of his movies. Uh, Taxi Driver, uh, The Departed. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Last Temptation of Christ. Um, Goodfellas. Like he he does a lot of obvious uh, gangster films. Um, and kind of a work off. He's worked uh, a lot of uh, with Robert De Niro, um, Joe Pesci, a few other people. And I know he's coming out with a new movie uh, later. I think this year. It's called The Irishman. It has like all. Al Pacino, Robert De Niro has all of them back together. So I'm excited for that. And he did last year um, Silence, which was kind of a very low-key. It wasn't marketed very much. Um, oh, man, that's with um, that's with Adam Driver and uh, Andrew yes. Garfield. I, yes. I still haven't seen it. I want to see that so bad. Yeah, it's good. It's, um, it's a very strenuous film to watch. It's long- it's beautifully shot, but it's it depends on what type of movie watcher you are. It's not a one that's going to, I guess, it's not really action packed. It's just grueling to watch. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's very well done, and um, it uh, I think it it took him over I think fifteen years. I'm not sure exactly how many years to make, but it took him a while to make that film, and like I mean, you see why. Um, but yeah, um, Martin Scorsese is my favorite director and actor. I would say Denzel Washington. Oh, nice, man. Nice. That's a great choice. Um, yeah, gosh, man. I, you know, I I was somewhat unfamiliar with the director when you, when you mentioned his name, but the moment you said the departed, I I remembered because I, I, I have seen the departed. I've seen, um, um, Oh, what was the other one you mentioned? Um, Oh gosh. Goodfellas, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And I've seen that one. It's been years, but um, I'm gonna have to be get myself more familiarized with his movies because uh, I know I've seen those two, but I, I think other than that, I I might uh, be lacking in his film area. So, um, no, that's awesome, man. Okay, Andre, last question: If you could change the en- ending of any one movie, which movie would it be, and how would you change it? And uh, just give a soft spoiler warning um, if it's like a recent movie or anything like that. Um, well, 
the thing is, is that the one movie that I was thinking about for a while was honestly Titanic, but that's been on here before. <laughs> so that's, that's all right, though. You could you could change it though. <laughs> Your the way you change it might be different. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, for me, it just uh, I, I one I'm not the biggest fan of that film. I think it's all right, but I think it's it's overhyped. I think, uh, and I know I'm gonna get a lot of enemies for this one. Oh, let's hear but, it. I'm excited. Let's hear it. <laughs> let's hear it. Um, um, but for me, there was room on that door. <laughs> I know that's like the stereotypical <laughs> answer, but it's true. There's room on that door. And for me, like, there's uh, what is uh, they they kind of end it um, in a way that uh, where they show the um, like Rose walking up to Jack and like he stands out his hand and they like go off together. It could have like ended something like sweet like that and I would have been a lot happier. But the fact that it ended, yeah, I understand it's emotional and sad and all that, but there was room. You could have ended it a happy ending. It's a, a uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and is it is it mainly because of the ending? Well, I mean, it's that, but I don't know the rest of it. As a, I don't know. I I never got into it. It just, I, the entire movie for me is not like, I don't know. It's it, it's not. I don't know how to put it, but it's. I just think it's overhyped. It's not a bad film, but it's just not. It's not worthy of the second highest grossing film of all time. Yeah, I, I don't think so. <laughs> but I know I'm a very minority of that uh, feeling that way. So, <laughs> well, hey man, it's all good. I I I know I've seen that movie a bunch. Um and I did see it when it came out in theaters, but um <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. I totally get it, man. And yeah, who, that's all right if you get a little bit of flack for that. I think I think you're spot on though. So, I'm I'm assuming the way you change it though is just scoot on over scoot on over yeah, exactly. some room. <laughs> yeah they could i mean they could have ended it happily and then yeah so no man yeah, that's I, how it changed <laughs> i'm with you i like that i like that ending that's good all right andre man those are some great answers let's go ahead and just move on to uh, the main segment and uh, reason for this episode and that is movies coming soon for june uh, oh sorry not june <laughs> i need to update my notes movies coming soon for august <laughs> coming soon this summer okay andre so the uh, this the way we start out this is by just kind of recapping july and uh giving um what uh, just letting the listeners know what your favorite movie was from july and maybe like an honorable mention just because sometimes there are just you know too many good movies that come out that you know it's kind of hard to pick one but uh so i'll let you do an honorable mention as well um, then we'll recap, or, or uh, we'll go ahead and preview the four Fridays in August and what movies are going to get released in August, and then we'll end the episode with uh, which movie we're excited about the most in the month of August. So, Andre, what was your favorite movie from July? Um, I think this is actually, um, because I did have to think about this going back and forth. I mean, I like Dunkirk a lot, but... Um, I've talked about it with you. It's it, the character yeah. issue. Yeah, yeah, you um, know, and and you're not alone with that. That I think that was one of the biggest issues that a lot of people had. Yeah. So, um, so I would say that my favorite film is The Big Sick. Ooh, I didn't get to see that one. I, I oh man, 
I think that was maybe the highest rated in terms of Rotten Tomato score, the highest rated film of July. I think. Uh, I, to be honest, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I can't speak to that. But I, I, yeah, I thought it's it's a great film. It's it's very small, especially um, compared to like other summer blockbusters. Um, it's, well, but it's, it, it was it was an independently financed film too. I don't think it yeah. was uh, yeah financed by any movie studio. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, it's about this, I mean, if you haven't seen the trailer, it's about, like, the, um, this guy who gets in a relationship with this girl, I mean, it's in the, uh, it's in the, or in the original trailer, but why it's the big sick is because the girlfriend ends up breaking up with him, but then, um, like, she gets put into a coma, and so then he has to interact with, um, the mother and father of uh his ex-girlfriend so it's kind of awkward in that sense of how they're dealing with um these these two uh two groups of characters because i mean he's an ex but he's the closest one to her who's um who like had a significant relationship with so he feels that he should stay there with um with her but her parents are kind of they know her side of the story um, and how that how they the reasons why they broke up and I'm not going to go into the reasons why that but it, it but in all honesty yeah it sounds like a depressing movie but it's hilarious like um, it's produced by Judd Apatow the writing is actually also based on the true story yeah it's a true story yeah and so I mean it just has a lot of funny scenes dialogue is great and. Honestly, it's just like a fun uh, romance film, and it's not like a typical romantic comedy um, type of thing. I mean, yeah, it has those aspects, but it's it's just enjoyable. And I mean, I'm not the type of guy who likes romantic comedies. There's very few films that like I'm I sign on for. Some a lot of them I don't. Um, but this film, like you, you don't have you can go there with your significant other, or you can enjoy it by yourself it's it's a fun film it's funny um and it, it's just a great time um, and i watch it again and again and i still would think it's hilarious <laughs> well so i um one of my sisters uh she she's been giving me a lot of flack because uh, i haven't had her on the podcast yet and uh and she she's uh she's gonna be on the podcast very soon but um she has a newborn and uh, she she's been gloating that she finally got to see a movie that I haven't seen and she just <laughs> recently went and saw the big sick and yeah she she had a ring in endorsement for it too so um it'll definitely be a movie that uh, I'll I'll watch once it comes to video just cuz yeah. you know it just a little bit busy but uh um I was right so I I did guess right there were 5 movies in July that rated a 90% or above on Rotten Tomatoes and mm-hmm. uh, the big sick was the highest rated with a 98 and the next one would be Dunkirk with a 93 so um yeah a lot of people like that movie so do you have a runner up yeah. for last month um for me um uh it's actually war for the planet of the apes ooh very I, good very yeah, good I, I act, yeah i like it um I, I because i um for listeners who don't also know what i do a lot of times is when there's a new uh film that's in a series i try to pre-watch a lot um (laughs) the the prior films and um i for this one i watched all of the originals 
and then the Tim Burton one. Oh my gosh, man! That so you watched a total of eight apes movies. <laughs> yeah, a lot. And when I got to the the this new trilogy, I actually hadn't watched those ones before. Not because of like any uh, animosity toward them. It's just I never had the time. So I got to I watched these with a fresh eye, and it was kind of. It was really cool for me, and that's and I've talked to you about it before. It, that the arc of Caesar for me was just so well done, and yeah, I mean it's it's not perfect. Um, I will say that, but it's for me. I just love the whole story arc and how it concluded. A great way to like cement the character of Caesar. So I, and I mean, and you know, the score on that film is great <laughs> yeah so yeah, it's pretty incredible um, yeah yeah well so i'll go ahead and give you mine uh just so we don't turn this into a warfare of the planet of the apes review because <laughs> yeah. i would love to talk to you more about that because i i do think i was a little bit harsh on the movie um and and i think it was because of how i viewed it and because i did the marathon so i saw all three yeah. at the same time and i think i might be in the minority, but my favorite is Rise. My second favorite, with a very close second, because I really like Dawn, but my second is Dawn and then War. And all three, though, all three, I think, are very different movies. Um, but War was a very good movie. And even though I gave it a maybe yeah. wait, I, I definitely recommend that the movie itself is worth watching, you know? So, yeah. um, okay, so my uh, my pick for the my favorite movie in July is Dunkirk. Um, and my honorable mention goes to Spider-Man. I actually really, really enjoyed Spider-Man. Um, okay, so Andre, let's let's go ahead and get into what's coming for August. Um, I actually think August is kind of a light month. And uh, you might know yeah. more to the reason <laughs> in terms of trends for Hollywood and how they release movies. Uh, but yeah, you know, at least for summer months. And when I say summer months, I just mean May, <laughs> June, July, August. I feel like August mm-hmm. might be the lightest month out of those yeah. four. So first week, first week. And again, listeners, uh, we, we're not going to announce everything. There's probably, you know, eight to 10 movies that are released every single Friday. Um, but the majority of them are limited releases. Not every single one goes into theaters. And so we'll just go ahead and cover the ones that, um, will be most available to you and which ones, you know, we think are worth seeing in terms of you know, the blockbuster type movie. So uh, first week in August, um, which would be, oh, shoot, I, I had my calendar pulled up. My apologies. Um, give me one second, listeners. Okay, so it'd be August 4th. Um, we're going to start out with the, the Dark Tower. I think this is the one that's been marketed and promoted the most. Uh, this is actually a Stephen King story, and it stars Idris Elba and Matthew McConaughey. Um, so that one, I think that one is probably going to win out in terms of of ticket sales. I, I think most people probably go see that and they're going to go see a new movie this weekend. Um, but also, don't sleep on Detroit. So Detroit stars John Boyega, uh, who is the Star Wars star, uh, Finn. Um, but uh, Detroit, it is, it, it is the, uh, it's about the police raid in Detroit in 1967, uh, which ended up turning into a riot and also the murder of three African-American men. And so um, this yeah. this movie, I actually, I, I think for this week, this is the one I'm looking forward to the most. Um, mm-hmm. And then I, I think another one that's going to get released is it's called Kidnap with starring Halle Berry. 
Um, probably not going to go see that one. Um, but yeah, so those, those are kind of the three movies I outlined. Are there any others that I missed that maybe you wanted to mention? Um, I, there's a movie called, uh, wind river. Um, it stars, uh, Hawkeye and Scarlet Witch, also known as Jeremy Renner and Elizabeth Olsen. Is that, is that the first week or is that the second week? I thought that was the second week. I think it was the first week. At least that's when I looked. I could be wrong though. Okay, well, I know that's coming out in August because I definitely had that on my list. But yes, yeah, go go ahead and uh, give the plug for that one, and uh, um, yeah, let everyone know what it's about. Well, it's basically um, this FBI agent uh, who's played by Olson uh, teams up with a game trader who finds a dead body out on the Indian preserve. So, I um, mean, it looks very reminiscent of Fargo. Um, without being obviously a Coen Brothers film, but it, I, for me, I think that um, film. I, I do want to double check to make sure I'm right on no, this. No, you're you're right. Yeah, yeah, no, you're right. Oh, oh, sorry. If you're talking about the date, you're right. I just yeah. I just looked it up, and yeah, it is the first week. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's the one I think that could be a potential um, like uh, black horse. Um, I mean, dark horse. Yes. Um, um, because I think. It looks thrilling. The trailers don't seem to give away too much, which I really like. Um, but I would have to agree with you, Detroit. Um, that's the one I'm most excited for also this week. Um, I think I'm going to be seeing that on Thursday. Um, uh, and then, actually, I'm going to be reviewing that, or I'm supposed to review that with the Stale Popcorn Podcast. Nice, so, nice, good deal. Um, yeah. Yeah, cool. Okay, so go ahead. Uh, go ahead. Since I was, yeah, I was totally wrong about Wind River. I just pulled up uh, uh, the calendar that I use for this, and uh, um, yeah, Wind River is the first week. Um, so go ahead and uh, announce what's going on for week two. Uh, well, this week is kind of <laughs> a little bit slacking because the first week kind of started off really well, and then kind of the next week kind of doesn't do too well with Annabelle Creation coming out. Um, with being a prequel to a prequel. I <laughs> know. It's it's I think it's the is it the fourth or the fifth like in that the conjuring film series? Oh, uh, I have no idea cuz I I that th- th- these types of films are not my cup of tea. No, me neither and I probably won't go see this movie, but uh I mean, yeah, in terms of movies that are going to get released that week, that's one of the biggest yeah, um, I mean, I know the last one did really well at the box office, um, reviewed terribly, but somehow a lot of people liked it. I mean, I guess they really like watching creepy dolls, so <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, I agree, dolls are creepy, but I'm not going to go watch a movie about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I agree, man. <laughs> um, and then another sequel's coming out, it's nutty job too nutty by nature which <laughs> um again i didn't realize that this film like i guess didn't well enough to demand sequel i guess kids really like animated squirrels <laughs> um yeah it's kind of i guess just about this uh the mayor is trying to turn the park into a amusement park so the main squirrel, I don't know his name, but voiced by World on Net, goes and like tries to get this, I think, mouse um, who's called like Mr. Wang, I think, and he's voiced by Jackie Chan. And so they're trying to save the park from becoming an amusement park. 
not exactly a plot. I, at least I don't think it's It's riveting, man. It's riveting. Yeah. I, I'm very excited to see Nutty by Nature, but especially because especially Catherine Heigl, is, uh, she's one of the voices, I think, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, well, there's there's one more. I, I didn't want to take it away from you, but there's actually one more that, and it's the only movie that I'm actually interested in seeing that week. Um, well, I actually have like three other movies um, for that week. Um, oh yeah, but, no, go ahead. Uh, um, one of them is called the one that actually interests me the most. It's called The Pilgrimage. Oh really? Okay. Yeah, it's it actually stars Tom Holland. Uh, John Berth- Berthenau, um, uh-huh. yeah, and Richard Armitage. I think that's how you say his name. Um, Thorin from The Hobbit. No, so it's John. John, uh, I think it's uh, is it? I think it's Bernthal. John Bernthal. He, Bernthal. He he's the guy from uh, The Walking Dead, and he also played in Baby Driver, right? Yeah, yeah and yeah. also um, he played the Punisher in their new Netflix series and also the Daredevil series. Okay. Well, I'm looking at the movie poster right now. I, I had no idea Tom Holland was in this movie. Yeah, nice. I, I I was just looking it up today, and then I watched the trailer, and it looks really thrilling. Um, yeah, uh, because the, when I watched the trailer, it didn't seem to give too much away about it. Like, And, I mean, I've, again, talked about that with you. It's really nice to watch a trailer and not, like, be too um, – worried about spoilers overexposed yeah (laughs) yeah i mean it's about like these monks that journey to rome and they have a relic that they have to bring with them but then the relic essentially um uh, has to do um makes them judge their faith and also the loyalty to each other and um john i'm sorry i'm not uh how do you say oh uh, bernthal Bernthal. Yeah, him. Yeah. Uh, he's actually a mute, which I think was kind of interesting. Whoa, so, crazy. Yeah. So for me, that actually is the most interesting one for um, for that week. I don't know how wide release it will be and how many theaters will actually show it, um, but it definitely sparked my interest when I saw the trailer. Nice, nice. So you said you had a couple others though, right? Yeah. Uh, another one is Ingrid Goes West. Um, it's it has Ashley Olsen, Audrey Plaza, and O'Shea um, Jackson Jr. It looks just kind of like a. It's basically this um, this girl who, after her mother dies and other personal setbacks, kind of goes to California and tries to befriend this Instagram obsession that she has. I, I'm not too sold on it. It just looks like kind of like a raunchy type of humor. Huh. Um, I don't really know. I don't know if I would pay $16 to go see it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it looks like maybe funny. I mean, I do like Audrey Plaza. I think she's funny. Yeah. Um, I really like her from Parks and Rec. So yeah. that's something nice. Um, and then the last one that I have is the Glass Castle. Yes. Yep. Um, which I think um, does look um, decent. Um, I know it's based on like the a memoir book. I, I've never read it, but yeah, I, yeah. Um, it's it's a self memoir by um, oh I had her name right here, um, Jeanette Walls. Yeah, so it's her story. Like it, it's her story. Yeah. It's it's a true life story. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
and it stars Woody Harrelson, Brie Larson, Naomi Harris. I think like it, it has a good cast. Right. I will. I will say. I think a lot of it. A lot of plot seems to be said in the trailer. So I'm. It's about the. It's a family drama, and it has to do with like um, this dad being um, really nice when he's sober, but really um, terrible when he's drunk and. The mom doesn't know if she wants kids. I mean, there's a lot of family drama that happens. Right, right. But listeners hinder watching the trailer because it, it, to me, it looks like a lot is given away. Yeah, no, that's a good call out, and and I would agree. I think I think a lot is revealed in the trailer. Um, I I'm actually really excited to see that movie. I just, especially after watching Room, uh, with Brie yeah. Larson, um, I, I I think this is going to be a, a heavily character driven movie you know and so it's just going to be a lot of just just a lot of character development so people who maybe felt a lack of character development dunkirk go get your fix in glass (laughs) castle i think but uh yeah yeah, i'm actually looking forward to seeing it yeah i I am too um i don't uh because that (laughs) this week is like we said it's kind of lacking so (laughs) It's definitely what I would definitely say it's my runner up choice for for that week. Nice. Okay, so well week 3. So week 3 um and again, I, I just think the whole month is just kind of light honestly. Yeah. You know, so week 3 um you have The Hitman's Bodyguard. Um it, it's just an action comedy starring Ryan Reynolds and Samuel L. Jackson. But I also just found out I didn't know because you don't see it in the trailers. At least I don't think you do, but Gary Oldman plays in it. Um yeah. so from what I've seen, I, I think it looks funny. And I was actually kind of surprised uh, when my wife and I were in the theater seeing Valerian, um, which I <laughs> very much regret. <laughs> um, um, it showed a it showed a preview of the Hitman's body, uh, Bodyguard. And she actually was like, oh, that looks good. And I was kind of surprised that she said that. Um, I'm not I'm not too sold on it yet. Uh, I think it has potential to be funny, but uh, we'll we'll see. Um, but, yeah. uh, the movie that I'm actually most looking forward to, which I think has a lot of potential is Logan Lucky. So Logan Lucky. Yes. yes yeah. So it's directed by <laughs> Stevens. Uh, I, I don't know how you pronounce his last time. I think it's, uh, so, uh, Soderbergh. Um, yeah, yeah, so. he directed, uh, oceans, not just oceans 11, but oceans 12 and 13. So this guy, yeah. he has made some excellent films and those are heist movies. And Logan Lucky is actually, another heist movie and so um but not uh, the director is not the really the main reason why i'm excited to see it but but it's the cast i think i think they scored big on the cast with this one and so uh you've got channing tatum who who really is making a name for himself i think in Mm -hmm. a lot of comedy movies especially with 21 jump street um but also adam driver um this is going to be a different kind of role for him um you have Catherine water uh uh, Waters, uh, is it Waterston? I think it's Waterston. Yeah, Catherine Waterston. Yeah, I think it's Waterston. And she just most recently played in uh, Alien Covenant. You also yep. have Katie Holmes, but you've got Daniel Craig, who plays kind of this backwoods redneck who's in jail. They break him out because he's supposed to be a genius at doing heists. And so, yeah, I, I think uh, I think this movie has a lot of potential. I am super excited to see this movie. Um, and so, yeah, those, those are kind of the two big movies for that month. My sleeper movie for that month is actually gook. Um, so this is another limited, 
it's a limited release showing. Hopefully it, it premieres or debuts at least out here in Utah where I live. Um, cause I would definitely go see this movie. It's a black and white film. And so these are kind of few and far mm. between. You don't really see too many movies that are just black and white films released in theaters. Um, but right. it's about two Korean, uh, Korean American brothers who own just kind of a rundown shoe store. Um, mm-hmm. and I don't remember which city city it takes place in. Um, I think from the trailer, I think I remember, I think it was LA, but it's just kind of in the projects and they befriend, um, an 11 year old African American girl named Camilla who just kind of helps them, uh, kind of navigate the, the waters and territories of where they live and things like that. And so, um, I think I think it has potential. I think it looks good, at least from what I saw in the trailer. I think it could be an underrated independent film, but uh, that's my sleeper for that week. Are there any movies you wanted to add from that one? Um, yeah, I mean, there's one that I would say it's called Patty Cakes. Um, I'm not. I I wouldn't really like pick it out to say say I would watch it because it it's basically about this plus sized uh white woman from new jersey who aspires to be a rapper oh, oh my gosh and I've, i'm not sure if I've i don't seen know the if trailer. it's a joke i don't <laughs> know if it's a joke it. or if it's actually a, like they're trying to be serious i don't know so i'm <laughs> i'm not saying i'm gonna go watch it um but i agree with you when it comes to logan lucky i think um it the director saw it, like you said, and the, the the cast is great. I really like what sold me on this trailer was when I heard Daniel Craig give a southern accent, which I think <laughs> is hilarious. Um, but I know this movie also has Seth MacFarlane um, from Family Guy. Yep, that's right. Also, yeah, and Sebastian Stan in it as yes. well. Yeah. So like, the cast, I think, is stacked for this film. Um, so I'm really excited for that. And then uh, the Hitman's Bodyguard. I'm sold in it and potentially the only way i could ever be sold in for a film like this starring ryan reynolds and samuel L. jackson because i no matter what happens in the film no matter what they say their characters names are based on the trailers i'm watching a movie about ryan reynolds and samuel L. jackson doing whatever they want to do (laughs) i mean it looks like ryan reynolds is just going at what he's good at which is like this kind of cocky type of um jerk but also kind of tries to deliver like one-liners here and there like deadpool type of stuff and samuel jackson looks like he's he's samuel L. jackson <laughs> yeah it's, it's the same type of thing whenever he does like a comedy movie i mean it's the same type of role don't get me wrong i like that but i mean i'm not gonna go watch to watch this movie for its plot i'm going to watch it for potentially really great one-liners or really zingers against one another and really funny bits like that yeah what i think is i think is actually one thing that is really hilarious is that one of the posters for it was like mocking the bodyguard (laughs) starring uh Whitney Houston, Kevin Costner yeah (laughs) I, i think that is absolutely hilarious so i'm not saying this going to be like a best movie of summer type thing but i mean there's been a very minimal comedies this summer that have been like excellent right or aside from maybe the big six um big sick i can't really put my finger on anything that was really stand out absolutely hilarious this movie has potential to be that i'm not holding my breath but i mean i'm hopeful <laughs> 
No, and I think that's fair enough. But uh, let's. So you're gonna you're gonna end though, Andre, on the lightest week probably of the summer. So or uh, of the month of August. <laughs> so let's let's hear what we have from the last week of August. Um, there's Polaroid, which is a, <laughs> a horror film about a old camera that if you take a picture with it, that person is going to die. It sounds like a Goosebump books. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm serious though. There was a good, I yeah. don't know if you were ever into those books, but there was a Goosebump book called uh, Say Cheese and Die. And it honestly, it sounds, really? it sounds, it sounds directly taken from freaking R.L. Stein Goosebumps. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was never into like I read I think one or two, but I think that 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 type of book wasn't I wasn't in the, into that. Um, but I mean, it doesn't seem like it. Yeah, I, I if it's from that, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it does not sound like it would uh, be that great. Um, there's also Bushwick, which has Dave Batista. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of looks. It's a apparently. There's a U.S. martial law that U.S. government puts on martial law and like a bloodbath is essentially happening in New York City. So then this one girl who I think loses her boyfriend goes up with, uh, I think it's Stoop or Stoopy. I don't know exactly how they're pronouncing the name. Who's Dave Batista? Mm-hmm. And they have to go apparently five blocks. Um, from what I've read, that's the plot. I don't know what's within the five blocks, but I will say that's based on the trailer some of the cgi and explosions excuse me uh looks very low budget um <laughs> almost tv budget status so i i i don't know <laughs> yeah, well, about yeah. At all. right right uh, and then i know there's birth of a dragon which comes out mm-hmm. uh, birth of the dragon excuse me which is like the story of bruce lee before he was uh the big action star right still teaching and which kind of it looks interesting it looks like it could have some good fight scenes but what i hinder is that the daughter of bruce lee doesn't endorse it so i'm like uh all right well that's refreshing to hear about a movie that's about this guy who's one of the best like um, martial artists out there or known as that and the daughter doesn't endorse it all right well this doesn't bode well for this right right yeah so I so based on those three movies that I have, I think the only movie that I will potentially be seeing on that weekend, if I decide to go anywhere, is Terminator 2, Judgment Day, which is being re-released in 3D. And even though I'm a skeptic on 3D, I think that sounds more entertaining than those prior three films <laughs> I mentioned. <laughs> yeah, man. I, no, I, I totally agree. You know, the last week of August, I gosh i'm actually really glad terminators getting released that weekend or re-release because there's no other movie that i really want to see anyway um so so uh with with that said though there is one though that i wanted to add and i'm only adding this because i think i think the story is potentially good enough to carry this movie but also just because of the cast so the movie's called tulip fever and it's about uh, the synopsis is it's uh, I think it's in the 17th century and it takes place in Amsterdam. And it's about this artist who falls in love with a very young uh, married woman who's married to like a very old guy, um, as you would expect in the 17th century. Um, 
and he's commissioned though to paint her portrait uh, during the what's called the Tulip Mania in Amsterdam. And so mm-hmm. um, it stars though it stars Alicia Vikander or Vikinder. I think I'm saying her last name right. And she she is Gabby from Man from Uncle. So I really liked her in that. But most people wouldn't uh, know her from. Um, Oh, what's it called? Is it Ex Machina? Ex Machina? Yeah. yeah so, that. so that's Alicia Vikander. Um, and she's the main actress in this movie. But it also, uh, the main actor is Dane uh, Dehan or Dehan. Um, he's freaking Valerian. <laughs> so, yeah. so he's in this movie. But also, um, Laura Line from Valerian, Cara Delevingne or Cara Delevingne, she's also in this movie. So. That's Tulip Fever. I think it's a maybe. Um, we'll see. I think people who are, are fans of kind of that um, 17th century, 18th century European era will probably like that yeah. movie. Um, but yeah, yeah I just, I, T2, T2 in 3D is going to be yeah. my movie I see that weekend. <laughs> yeah, I, I just looked it up because I hadn't heard of this. And like it has a, this, uh, in addition to that, it has like Christopher Waltz, um, Matthew Morrison. I think yep. that's the guy from. Glee. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Zach Galifianakis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is um, kind of kind of a interesting role for him to be in that movie. I think. Yeah. I'm not that one. That I think that's for me. That's the one that I'm like, huh? Um, yes. And then Judy yeah. Dench. But <laughs> yeah, uh, I kind of want to see Valerian, but I uh, just based and. I I know your views on it, but I'm kind of like curious just based on like the 3D aspects and all that. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan of the stars at this point in time, but prior to seeing it, based on um, The Amazing Spider-Man 2 and uh, Suicide Squad, like they're kind of... um, I think that's her, right? Yeah, the Enchantress. Yes, she. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's uh, Cara Delevingne. Yeah. Yeah. So those two, I think, hinder this film a little bit for me, just based on I, I don't know anything about it, but I'm just looking at the cast. But I'm like you said, Alicia Vikander, I love her. Um, Chris Christoph Waltz is great. Judy Dench is a fantastic actress. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I mean, there's promise for this, but I still based on. Without seeing any trailers, based on that, I still will go see uh, Terminator Two before. Yes, of course, man. I never. I mean, I never got to see Terminator, any of the Terminator movies in theaters, um, right. except I think I saw I saw Terminator Salvation in theaters, which I'm a big fan of that movie. Um, yeah. And I saw Genesis, which I really regret seeing in theaters. <laughs> but yeah. uh, seeing, I mean, T2 is widely regarded as the best Terminator movie, and so yeah, I'm definitely going to go see that one in theaters. Yeah, I saw, I think I, if I remember correctly, I think I saw uh, the third one, at, well, a third and then all of the rest of them um, post that um, in theaters. Genesis, yeah, the all like, when I came out of that, uh, that, I was, the only thing that I got any enjoyment out of was any of just the um, maximum amount of just like homages to the older film. So I was just like, right. well, that, that, that was for that first time. And then I, I, I personally really like Amelia Clark, but that's because I'm a Game of Thrones fan. So yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I appreciate her for that. But yeah, that movie's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, final conclusion. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, man. Well, hey, Andre, dude, this has been great. Um, you know, besides, you know, this movie just kind of seeming, uh, or this month, I mean, this month feeling a little bit lackluster, I do think there are movies still worth seeing this month. So um, tell me which movie you are most excited to see in August. Um, this doesn't bode well for the month of August, but Detroit, the one that comes out the first week. <laughs> um, I think that, I think that. I mean, you mentioned it. The cast is great. A um, bunch of people, the directors, uh, I, she's done a lot of good films. So I'm pretty sold on that. I think the score is going to be great um, with James Newton Howard scoring it. So I think he's he's good. So I'm I'm pretty excited for that. And I really like I love historical films like that that go back. And I mean, we've talked about it, World War II films, but obviously this doesn't cover that. But yeah. same thing, so like go back and like, discuss like big events like this so i'm i'm really hyped up for this film i cannot wait to see it um but yeah that's my most excited is detroit yeah so for me it came down to two movies it was detroit and logan lucky and i i feel like i'm i'm still really torn on these two movies and which one i'm i'm most excited to see um i think i'm gonna give the nod to logan lucky um i (laughs) I just and I and I hope I hope I'm not hyping the movie too much and I you know the, hopefully there's just not a letdown with that movie but those I think those two movies are probably going to be the two best movies to come out in August and uh, I, I'm I'm definitely with you though I'm very much looking forward to see Detroit uh, this weekend um, so yeah so uh, we have Detroit for Andre and Logan Lucky for Andre so <laughs> uh, so Andre man thanks dude thanks thanks for joining me on today's podcast I. You know, I know it's last minute, but I really appreciate you coming on, and uh, it was a great conversation. So, so yeah, yeah. So, thanks for yeah. joining me. Well, yeah, no problem. Um, thanks for allowing me to be on. Um, yeah, and I look forward to our review of and discussion on Blade Runner. Uh, oh yeah, year, so. definitely, man, definitely. I know I'm, I'm really looking forward to that one, especially uh, with my own personal views on the original Blade Runner yeah, versus yeah. yours. So I think that'll make for great conversation. But uh, yes. Andre, before we end today, go ahead and let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you if they, if they want to read your reviews on uh, the formal review, and if they just want to follow you on social media. Um. Well, you can reach me on Twitter, um, Instagram, and also Facebook. The username is pretty much the entire the same thing it's at the formal review um you can also follow film hype they give like up-to-date movie news and also box office buzz um uh their twitters are handles are film hype hq and box office buzz with one z and so yeah um that's pretty much how you can get all of me nice well again andre thanks again for joining me and listeners thank you for listening to uh this newest uh episode of movies coming soon for august uh thank you so much for downloading today's episode make sure to stay up to date with the podcast and uh, subscribe to the podcast on itunes google play stitcher or podbean and uh yeah just leave us a review let us know what you think of the podcast uh make sure to rate us on itunes that's where we love to see those ratings first and foremost um, and again, uh, really appreciate all the support. Uh, if you guys want to do a movie review with me and uh, be on the Backseat Directors podcast just like Andre today, go ahead and uh, reach out to me. Let me know what movie you want to review and we'll have you on the show. Uh, so on behalf of Andre, this is also Andre uh, with Backseat Directors <laughs> signing out. And uh, we'll see you guys next week at the movies. 
The Backseat Director's theme song is Let's Go to the Movies by Ozo Motley. You can find the album, Ozo Motley Presents Ozo Kids, and all of their other music on iTunes. Join the conversation online and follow Backseat Directors on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at The Beatty Podcast.